there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. What do you want from your sports book? Great odds, fast and easy live betting. Sounds like you just don't want to bet. You want to live your bet life. And when you bet with points bet, you get great odds and great payouts. All in a fast and reliable book. Download the app now. Use code vsin 2 k Get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Plus, is the official partner of NBC Sports. Points bets giving you a free $10 live bet on the Sunday night football game. Must be 21. Void where prohibited. Here we go. Semifinals coming up and two early games as well with the Bulls. College football expert and pro better Brad Powers joins us every Friday. Follow him on Twitter at BradPowers7 and BradPowersSports.com with a fantastic newsletter as well. Okay, let's start with the first semifinal game. Number one, I'm surprised this hasn't moved, and maybe we'll see what happens when we get closer to kick. But Bama laying 13 and a half here. And thoughts on side or total here and what you expect out of this matchup? Well, first off, I agree with you. I'm surprised it hasn't moved either. Because I, when that line first came out, it was Alabama 13 on that you know Sunday. Uh, and I bet Alabama minus 13 thinking there's no way in heck the, the number goes down unless there's you know some freak injury on Alabama. I can only mm-hmm. see the number going up at least to 14, if not through a key number of 14. Uh, and I still kind of lean that way on Alabama. When you look at Nick Saban and the, uh, how he performs in the semifinals, or, I mean, you go back to the BCS National Championship games, when he has two, three-plus weeks to prepare and he can rely mm-hmm. on that army of analysts that no one else has as far as, you know, the quantity and quality, I mean, five straight semifinal wins by an average of 20 points per game. I just, I think yeah, it sounds square, but I think Alabama's the right side. How does it play out as far as points? Does Fickle come out, go conservative, try to stay in the game? Does Cincinnati have enough playmakers on defense to hold down Young? How do you see it from that standpoint? So, I mean, he should be super aggressive, in my opinion. Uh, I'm just not sure that that's in his DNA. Maybe something similar to what we saw when Cincinnati played Georgia last year. And why wouldn't Fickle use something similar? I mean, they probably should have beat Georgia an SEC team outright a year ago. Yep. So I think he's probably more conservative. I bet the under, uh, it was 59 early on. We've seen some under money trickle in and I know it's tough betting bowl games under, but uh, I, I certainly lean under. Cause I mean, look what this score is, you know, kind of telling you, I mean, you're it's saying 
you know, right around Alabama, you know, 36, 22, something around in there. Cincinnati's team total right around 21 and a half. I'm not sure Cincinnati's scoring 20, you know, more than 21 points in this game. Yeah. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Brad Powers, our guest. Uh, so this general question, I think, can be applied to, you know, this bowl season, any previous season, or any season coming up. Like when we're in the middle of it, Brad, and you have a conference like the SEC now one in five straight up in their games, uh, not doing very well ATS uh, either. Uh, do you factor that uh, into the equation at all with the remaining games that conference is going to play in, or do you just throw it completely out the window? No, I think you got to factor it in. The market certainly does. I mean, if you're trying to anticipate, uh, you know, some line moves. So, I mean, you got the SEC. It's been really good. Uh, Big Ten. I mean, really bad, and the, and the Big Ten's been really good. So, I'm kind of surprised that we haven't seen. And and maybe you know people got to wake up and they'll start betting the semifinal as far as the Georgia Michigan game. But yeah, I mean it's, it should be part. Of, if you're looking to get ahead of line moves, the market well will start reacting to it, especially when your sample size gets bigger and bigger. You know, just me personally, from you know watching college football the last 10, 15 years, I know the SEC is top heavy. I, I I get that. You know, they're, they're six and six teams, seven and five teams are just as good uh, as everybody else, not like they're a step above. So to me, I'm not going to overreact to the SEC's performance so far. So I wasn't running to the window to bet Michigan and Cincinnati and fade in the SEC. That's a great answer. Okay. Yep. The Orange Bowl, Georgia 7.5. Totals moved now, 45.5. We discussed this before you came on about the quarterback play, and can you trust uh, Bennett and also what Michigan can't get the rushing attack going. What are your thoughts on the late game? Well, I bet Georgia when it came out, I laid seven. Uh, it wasn't one of my favorite bets. And keep in mind, when, when I say I make bets, I pretty much bet every game. So I bet that, and I bet the over, uh, 43 and a half. I would, if, if you're asking me which one I prefer now, it would be per, still the over, and it's for two reasons. So, I mean, obviously if Georgia gets some margin, scoring is going to be more likely than not involved. So I would lean over there. And if Michigan covers, I mean, what part of Georgia is going to be overrated? Probably their defense, which we saw in the SEC yeah. championship game when Alabama went up and down the field. So lean over there. I mean, I, I I'll be stunned if Michigan wins. To, to be perfectly honest with you, I know Ooh. they have had a great season, eleven and two against the spread. Uh, I, I I just think Georgia. You're going to see that Jimmy's and Joe's matter, and four straight recruiting classes by far superior to Michigan. And I think Georgia reality check was in the SEC championship game. They'll be refocused there. Okay. Uh, Wake is now up to 17. I, this is a bad – I mean, I, I, what, what are you going to get out of Rutgers? I mean, come on. The season's over. And now it's like, okay, go play another game. Not to mention they only had five wins and they're limited on offense to begin with. And look who they're going against with Hartman in this dynamic Wake offense. I can only lay it with a favorite. Although the caveat being – and I'm, obviously this also applies to Alabama – Double-digit favorites this bowl season have been atrocious. 0-5 mm-hmm. against the spread, failing to cover by 20 points per game. Ooh. So hasn't been a good look for double-digit favorites. But in this instance, I, I could only bet Wake Forest. I mean, what was Rutgers doing for three weeks? They certainly <laughs> weren't practicing. Yeah. I doubt they were even doing any conditioning. I mean, players, there's rumors of players signing with agents, so they're not going to be eligible. Your D.C.'s gone for, for them. And then on top of it, when they were playing this year, when Rutgers stepped up and had to play bowl teams, they were, I mean, 0-6 against the spread, or 1-5 against the spread. They're 0-6 straight up, and they failed to, to, to win those games by an average of four touchdowns per game. I think Wake Forest blow out. Okay. Uh, 9 a.m. Pacific, Sun Bowl, Central Michigan goes from Phoenix 
to now El Paso and Washington State lay in seven, and Washington State was great down the stretch ATS. Yeah, I mean, they were 8-1 and one in their last nine games, and the only nine non-cover was by a half a point against Oregon on the road. So, I mean, red hot against the spread. I'm, I am I love Washington State in this match. It would be my favorite full uh, bet today. But, man, I got to tell you, I am stunned that it's still seven, and I'm seeing, as I'm talking to you, six and a half popping up at Pinnacle and DraftKings. So, I mean, I know Max Borgie and a couple other Washington State players have opted out, but, my goodness, I just think Central Michigan's the one who had to up, you know, uproot themselves from the Arizona Bowl and travel. Washington State's been at this same bowl site all week long. So, I mean, I love Washington State. I'm just concerned that the market's disagreeing with me. Okay. Now, how about New Year's Day in the granddaddy? Uh, how did you originally bet the Utah-Ohio uh, State game? And now are we getting carried away a little bit, Brad? I know the Buckeyes have had a lot of you know, key opt-outs, but it's down to four, and I think at one spot it might even be three and a half. Is that now too low? Yeah, so I agree with everything you said. So, yeah, of course, originally I bet Utah, anticipating, you know, opt-outs for Ohio State, anticipating people are going to want to bet Utah. You know, that's always recency bias. Utah's looked dominant down the stretch. Ohio State lost to Michigan. Bet Utah plus nine and a half. Numbers do matter. Uh, And, you know, I'm not running the window right yet because it looks like more people continue on to bet the Utes here. Uh, I think you're going to get even a better number than four. In fact, some places are three and a half now on, on the Buckeyes. So I, I'm not middling just the middle. I just think there has been an overreaction. I thought when the, the original move happened from like nine and a half down to like six, six and a half, that was already anticipating that Ohio mm. State was going to have opt-outs. And then those opt-outs happened and they moved a couple of points. I, too much. I know their wide receivers are really good, but I'm here to tell you their backup wide receivers are really good. I still think Ohio State's wide receiver unit without their top two guys is top five in college football. Follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa, and the Sports Betting Network. Brad Powers, our guest. How about the Sugar Bowl? O- Old Miss favored one and a half. I think a lot of people surprised Corral's going to play, but the uh, the total. I mean, the, this underrun with Old Miss games has been incredible. Yeah, it has. So seven straight for Ole Miss. And mainly, in my opinion, it's the, the reason being is when you think Ole Miss, you want to bet the over. And everybody bets the over almost on a weekly basis because you think offense, you don't think defense. Ole Miss, the major reason why they won double-digit wins this year is because of the improvements on the defensive side of the ball. You know, I did take Ole Miss, and that's what I bet in this matchup. Uh, I'm surprised Corral's going to play, but I mean, obviously, you got matched up here. A great offense against a great defense, and in my opinion, great offense beats great defense today in college football. Yep. Three other games on New Year's Day. Two two significant line moves. Kentucky now lane three in the Citrus, and Arkansas now two and a half in the Outback. So, in one game, Kentucky-Iowa, I bet Kentucky plus one and a half. I will take the other side to that, Iowa plus three. Low-scoring game, obviously three being a key number. And the thing that would worry me if you're looking to back Kentucky now, not not just the, the conference performance for, for both of these matchups, SEC bad so far, you know, Big Ten great, but also Kentucky terrible in the turnover department, one of the worst teams in the country. Iowa's one of the best teams as far as turnover margin in the country. So, I would take Iowa plus three. Arkansas, I'd still lay the two and a half. I mean, I did get plus four, and I know you're chasing a big number here, but uh, to me with the opt-outs for Penn State, I'm not sure that they care too much. Arkansas, even with a couple of guys out for them, opting out, I still think they'll play incredibly hard for Sam Pittman. I mean, it's their first New Year's Day bowl game in a decade. The Fiesta Bowl is a great matchup. Have you changed your mind on that game and now with some opt-outs with Notre Dame? I did. I originally bet Notre Dame. Uh... 
I was thinking the number would go to three, uh, that everybody would be caught up in that wave of excitement for, for, you know, Marcus Freeman's first game. It just comes down to this for me. Mike Gundy's a really good bowl coach. He's 10 and five. He's coached, and this is his 218th game at Oklahoma State. It's Marcus Freeman's first. I just think as far as adjustments, I trust Mike Gundy to, to make a critical, you know, to, to play call. When, when it, although he didn't do so too well yes. in the Big 12 championship <laughs> game. Uh, I just, I, I'm going to trust Oklahoma State right now. Not a b- big play for me, but I'd lean uh, the co- Cowboys here. You can follow Brad on Twitter. He is at BradPower7. Brad, as always, great information. Uh, Happy New Year. Good luck this weekend. Hey, Happy New Year to you guys. Thanks for having me on this year. Yep, there you go. Got it. Good stuff. Yeah. As always from Brad. I can't believe they're playing a game Tuesday. Case they might not get played, but there's LSU COVID issue. Yeah. It's a game Tuesday. <laughs> up next, keys up, keys down, or pass this week in the NFL. And I will explain again why a two-team Moneyline parlay is the better bet compared to a two-leg teaser this week. Next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Follow the money on VSET, the sports betting network. First Bet wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. Sign up today with the promo code Vegas1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. Use the bonus code Vegas1000. Okay, so tease up, <clears throat> tease down or pass this weekend in the NFL. Game number one on the board to look at, Paulie, would be this Colts game. Now, again, keep in mind, when the Wentz news broke, what was that, Tuesday morning? Circa was the first book, I think, in the world to reopen, and they had the Colts minus 2.5, minus 120. So mm-hmm. now, as we're coming up on 48 hours away from game time here, you can tease the Colts down to like one point. It's, it's not through. It's not a typical long teaser where you're going to go through seven and through three on two different key numbers, but you can go from seven down to one on a two-team six-point teaser. How much does this move if it's going to be Owinger? Yeah, I mean that's. Do you think two you and think, a half was I close? I, I think that's a, that's an overreaction. Yeah, and then if that happens, don't never tease through zero. But in any event, I I like the Colts to win, no matter who the quarterback is. Uh, I just think Carr and the Raiders will turn it over, and this is what the Colts do best, taking it away. And then I I think you could play quarterback. Taylor's going to go off. They're not slowing down Taylor. 
This is a game. You don't Raiders. think so? The, Ra- the Raiders have one playoff uh, berth in 18 years. Is that did I read that right? What? What an embarrassment! I guess that makes That's, sense. Yeah, because oh they were. God. I mean, that stretch of time from after the, the, the what was it? The O two Super Bowl. Yeah, after Tampa? the Super Bowl, they had a stretch where they were like the worst team in the entire <laughs> league. Oh they my were a four win team, and they whiffed on the draft every yeah. single year. So games like this, they always lose. Uh, but then Colts win and end better team. Colts are averaging 31 a game since week six, number one in the league. As I mentioned earlier, Taylor, when he gets 100 yards, they're nine and all. He's going to get 100 yards. So, so this is what Jay Croucher said, who is a VP at PointsBet Sportsbook. He said they also moved it to two and a half. He said we are treating Ellinger like he's the worst quarterback in football. Oh, hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually thought he had his moments in, in the preseason, but again, that's a tough call. That's you don't know what to expect. Right. You never know. Look at Mike White. For every Mike White, there's an Ian Book or a uh, oh yeah. Yeah, or well, pro- Jake Fromm, or for every Mike White, there's probably three or four Ian books. That's fair. Um, yes. So he- here's the deal again: for games that are sitting on six, and if you want to tease these down again, you're not going through seven; you're only going through three. The Bear, I'll throw two teams out there as the example here. You'd be teasing the Bears down to a pick'em, or the Cowboys down to a pick'em in their game against Arizona. Mm-hmm. But if you played a two-team money line parlay. As of last night, and odds might vary a little bit, it was less than a dollar ten. So go. you were laying like a dollar nine instead of a dollar twenty. Frank B is as uh, smiling somewhere. As uh, that's Frank B always points that out to people go teaser crazy. One other thing, I know Mike White wasn't a rookie, but uh, had some. Well, I know you're saying. Certain, yeah, got okay. Uh, but I could. I don't want the Giants. Although we got a good email that the Giants, I'll have the Bears pick. That that could play play a role in this game, but the Giants doesn't have anything. I don't care who plays quarterback. I know. I know. They're, they're so bad. Uh, it have been blown out four in a row. But, uh, yeah, I think Dallas wins the game. But typical NFL, though, right? Uh-huh. Arizona's been so bad, and that was embarrassing on Christmas, and Dallas is coming off the win by 50 points and just say, oh, here we go, Arizona with the surprise. But after watching what's transpired the last month, even, hell, the last two games, you lose to Detroit and get blown out. Yep. Then you come back with the five all linemen are out for the Colts. You still lose the game? I mean, I, I got to be honest. The six this morning is looking pretty enticing. And again, if it's sitting at six, and it has been now for a little bit, and Sharps are not removing it off the board, and it's not back down to five and a half, it tells me it's going to be there with a chance to even go higher. Look at this on the screen right now. It actually half. says six and a half. Okay. This touch is right. seven. I, it'll probably pop at seven for two seconds, but I would have right. to look at that. Um, Where yeah with the Saints? They get, they're getting all these guys back. And Carolina beat them the first game, and Darnold was awesome in the first meeting. And he's going to start, but that's I kick in the uh, teaser is one thing, but can you? How, how do you lay seven with the Saints? They're not no offense, can't score. Well, if Hill's the quarterback, they're actually they look like an NFL team at times with him at quarterback. With Ian Book and Simeon, they don't look like an NFL team. Well, they no, they have some success throwing the ball with Simeon. Hill, yeah, but a lot of that was a lot of that was though late. Yeah, okay. Um. If it's if it's not Ian Book, and I think it's going to no, be it's Hill. Hill. No, it's, he's back. Is it definitely oh, Hill? Hill and Simeon? One hundred percent. Yeah, okay, no, yeah, they're back. So if it's one hundred percent Hill or Simeon, I'm comfortable with them on teasers because this is more. It's a fate of Carolina more than me liking New Orleans. Would you not like this on a teaser more if it was Cam Newton at quarterback though? Yeah, you're right. Yes. Oh, come on, last thirteen in a row. Yeah, not that Sam's great shakes, but yeah. oh, boy, it's ugly with Cam. Not a lot of teaser options on the board this week, to be honest. I mean, do you want to tease Tennessee up to nine and a half? I mean, you're going through seven, but you're not going through two, two key numbers there. Washington, you mean? 
What were you talking what did about? I say? You said Tennessee. No, no. I'm sorry. Uh, Miami oh, in Miami. that game. Okay, yeah, Miami. yeah, yeah. And the same applies for the Washington game. Okay. But you want to, um, again, you could do the same thing with the Chargers, but they're six, maybe six and a half, so you tease it down to half a point. But Yeah, I think the Chargers win. I'm, I'm high on that game. That could get out of control. And again, we're, we're up against it here because who knows what's going to happen today or tomorrow, but especially today. Who knows who's going to practice? I know it. Denver had to cancel practice. They could be ravaged with COVID. It is Drew Locke, too. Uh, Chargers in a must-win. That was pathetic last week off the embarrassing loss, and Chargers are getting everyone back, too. I, I, think, I think the Chargers win. Yeah, it's a week-to-week league. Yes, it is. You cannot remember what you saw last. Right. And that's why, again, but, I'd like to make the case for Arizona. And in this spot, I'd say forget about what happened with the Chargers last week. Love the Packers on a teaser. Already played it. Uh, I got some interesting quotes from Rodgers I'll get to in a second. I think the Vikings have packed it in. The Packers with revenge and getting the one seed, which is enormous. No confidence in the Bengals. Mahomes has won 26 in a row. November, December, and January. And they've won eight in a row and covered, eight in a row straight up and covered six in a row. Uh, I think this too much, the, what do you mean, though? Can you explain why you have no confidence in the Bengals? I think this could get out of control. I'm saying I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with that ticket on a teaser. Oh, I'm Chiefs sorry. Defense been... you, you have no confidence with the, the Bengals Beng- betting yeah, this game. Point. Yeah, I, I think the Chiefs could, Chiefs could bury them. And now the Chiefs getting everyone back, uh, and they just might they might throw it 30 times, 40 times, and there's nothing the Bengals can do about it. Uh, I, I also, that could get out of control in Tennessee. I mean, this Miami offense is pathetic. Yeah, Their offensive really line much. stinks. I mean, what's the... The the rookie wide receiver there, Waddle, he's been, he's awesome, is, is by far like the, the the strength of the team on offense. Right. But you said it too, Monday night. I mean, Tua's got a hot dog arm. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just he's like he's putting everything into it on a 12-yard tw- out. Go back. I, I would encourage people to go back and watch the game. And I'm rooting for the kid. I really am. But he has to put every fiber of his being into that throw, and it's like 30 yards down the field. So they have completely catered the offense around him, and they know his strengths and his weaknesses. Right. So, And it's a great story, and they're hot, and it's historic. Lose seven in a row, win seven in a row. But as, as we talked about, look at look who they've played, teams and quarterbacks. Now you got to go on the road again on a short week. Yep. yep. How about the Rams now, uh, up to four and a half at most spots, on the road against the Ravens? Nope. Don't want them. You don't want the Rams? Don't want the Ravens. Oh, neither do I. Oh, Ravens, I'm, I'm, he's Ravens up? No. Yeah. Um, I actually think this number was opened up too short. Yeah, I know the anticipation the was there for maybe Lamar to play, but I don't think it really matters again who's playing quarterback yeah. for the Ravens. The offense yeah. is going to be okay. It's the defense again. Yeah. Unless Matthew Stafford has an all-time bad game, which he's capable of doing once in a while, like if he goes out there and throws four INTs in his own, like if he has the game that he had against the Titans on that Monday night spot, they'll lose the game. But if he just if he takes care of it, doesn't turn the ball over, um, the, the Ravens are not going to slow down this offense. That's why we love Cup to break, you know, a couple of records here over the next couple. It's because of who they're playing th- this week. Yep. Here's the Rodgers quote, the big Sunday night game. Last five games, 16-0, to zero, touchdown INT ratio. I've had a lot of success in cold-weather games. Now, what he meant by that, he said there's a big difference once you get under 10 degrees, he said, and it's going to be 5 degrees. Right. He's had a lot of success. He says the ball is really slick once you get under 10 degrees. And I've had a lot of success in that type of weather, throwing the ball, even though it could be difficult, which spells trouble to me for Cousins, number one, because it's going to be so cold, and number two, Green Bay's number one in turnover differential. This could be a Cousins special. Yeah, and don't forget that uh, Paul Charging told us yesterday, in the history of games, uh, where the temperature is going to be where it's at tomorrow night at Lambeau, and it's only going to get colder throughout the game, 
quarterbacks, their average, and it goes back a long time, and it's not all Aaron Rodgers, obviously, but the average quarterback line is like 160 yards and .3 touchdowns. That, yeah. Now, maybe they can't contain Cook, and that's been a problem for Green Bay. Oh, no doubt. Like, especially what happened in Christmas. They couldn't stop the run, but that's, if they if they contain Cook and the Vikings' rushing attack, I think Cousins will turn it over. And I don't like this whole Jefferson business. I don't like this. He rips the play calling as, as he should. After the Chicago game and the Rams, and now he hasn't even talked to Zimmer since he went nuts and said, get me the ball. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like that either. Right. You can't forget that, uh, again, in that Lambeau game last year between these two teams, they had no solution for the Vikings offense. That that game was super windy, if I recall correctly. Well, no fans either. Yeah. But, I mean, but, it was Delvin Cook up and down the yeah. field on that defense. He gutted them the entire time. Well, Vikings have beat them two in a row. I think that game was wonky because I think, I'll go back and check. I think both teams had the ball twice in the first half, and they had long drives that resulted in touchdowns or scores, and that was it. Like, neither defense had an answer. So, it's followed the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, uh, one of the coaches in action today talked about being a big dog in his matchup. Hear what he had to say coming up next. The Sports Betting Network. If you miss any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcasts and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi line, follow the money, coast-to-coast hoops, and many more. They're all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll do college football coming up here in a second. Um, I just I wanted to go over last year what happened at Lambeau. This was a game in November, early November. Final score was Vikings 28, Packers 22. Um, it was the Vikings' second win of the season. Here's how the game went in the first half. Packers opening drive, 13 plays, 75 yards, 8 minutes, touchdown. The Vikings answered 10 plays, 73 yards, 6 minutes, 14 seconds with a touchdown, 7-7. Packers came back, 15 plays, 72 yards, 8.5 minutes, touchdown. And the Vikings countered that, 12 plays, 67 yards, 6 minutes, 22 seconds, and a touchdown. That left um, one play on the board, and Packers came out and took a knee. Unbelievable. So basically four drives, Good recall. four touchdowns, 14-14 apiece. Yes. That's nuts. Yes, yes. And th- this first semifinal game is, is nuts, too, and difficult about, you know, what Alabama team are we going to get, what Alabama offense shows up, all the pressures on Alabama. Uh, Cincinnati can be loose now after being tight and feeling the pressure. 22-1 and the last two years, the only loss. Remember, this is important. They played George in January. Mm-hmm. So they've been on the big stage with uh, the SEC power. And they were up 11 in the fourth quarter. So they also have a ton of experience in 30 seniors. You have a, the recipes there. You have a, your star running back went to Alabama. You have an NFL quarterback. You have NFL players in the secondary. Shaky offensive line. But also, they are at their best in the biggest games of the season. I like what Fickle said about we're not carrying the, carrying the flag or doing this for the little guy because all our guys think, and I think, 
that were on the same playing field and with the same team as opposed to the SEC, and there's not a big difference. But Fickle was asked about being a two-touchdown underdog today. No, I wasn't quite aware exactly where those things are. Usually when you start to see them pop up at the bottom of the ticker, I turn the channel. So uh, uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, we, we know, you know, we, we have a good idea. I mean, if you're going to, you know, if you want to have a shot at the title, you got to beat the champs. And, you know, this is what we have. We have a shot to, to beat the champs. And regardless of, you know, what the line is of any sorts, um, you know, we've said it all year long that, you know, the best team doesn't always win the game. You know, that's just a reality. The, the, the teams that play the best win the football game. And, you know, for us to worry about, um, you know, what the line is and, you know, us proving ourselves to anybody else, I think the, the greatest lesson that we learned throughout the stretch of our probably the two, second two-thirds of our season um, is that we, we had to stop trying to prove people uh, or live up to it, what an expectation that they wanted us to be. You know, they wanted us to win this way, and you're favored by this, so you got to do this. And, you know, I, I think it took a toll on us. And, you know, I think the, the us getting kind of in our groove down the last four games of the season, we kind of put that behind us and said, we just got to be us. Oh, what that's an a, answer. That's a very good soundbite. Oh, what an answer. He's exactly right. Wait a second. That's what they were going through. Wait a second. We won by 19 points, and it's a disappointment? Right, right. I mean, how, how bizarre is that? But that's what they were dealing with for much of the season. Mm-hmm. That's why I go back to... 24-13 against Notre Dame, 56-21 against Central Florida, 48-14 against SMU, and beat a good Houston team by 15. Just go back, be us, have fun. They can be totally loose and be themselves today. By the way, Fickle's power rating just went up with a subtle lethal weapon uh, reference. <laughs> Shot at the title. <laughs> yes. Mel Gibson exactly. to Gary Busey on, in the yeah. rain oh, on the good. yard. Good fight. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. good. Uh, so there's this now. A couple of good tweets from Chris Felica, The Bear, game day on ESPN. 11 of the 14 college football semifinals have been decided by at least 11 points, 10 by at least 17 points, and oh. 7 have been decided by at least 20. Oh, or wouldn't that be something if the first game's close, but the second one's a blowout? Oh, yeah, yeah, that right. That would be right. something. Who knows? That might happen. And Isn't that that's crazy? It's, again, yeah. it doesn't matter who you put in the playoff. That's right. why the people who have been so anti-Cincinnati all year long are anti-little guy. Yeah. Do you forget what happens in these games? Ohio State lost by 30 in one of the games. They got shut out 31-0. Clemson, Clemson destroyed them in yeah. one of the games. And Clemson got beat by Bama 24-6 uh-huh. in one of the games. Yep. Another tweet from Felica here. There have been nine favorites of more than seven points in a college football playoff game. Since Ohio State upset Bama in 2014, all eight favorites went outright and just two failed to cover. Both were bad beat backdoor victims in non-competitive games. Bama last year versus Notre Dame, no doubt. And Bama in 2018 against Oklahoma. Remember, that was the game where two and Alabama went up and down the field in the first quarter in the first half. Stop playing. Yeah, they did. Yep. Yep. Another interesting comment here as well. Kirby Smart was asked about the D.C. landing, uh, taking the Oregon job, although he's still going to stay on to coach, and if that's a distraction or a problem. Yeah, we spoke. We spoke when uh, when he when he took the Oregon job and uh, spoke at it at length. It was quite some time now. Quite, quite some time ago now, but uh, that's not a major concern for me. I mean, it's something that I did as a coach and many coaches have done, and um, we talked about it. it. It's, you know, there's not a 24-7 continuum on being just the coordinator. The, there's guys that, that you know, that, that have other things on their mind, 
and he delegates his time. I, I trust Dan. He's done a tremendous job here. Number one, he's a great recruiter. He's loyal to Georgia. He's loyal to these players he recruited. He, he knows for, for, for his sake and Oregon's program's sake, he wants to play well. And uh, he, he's as invested in this process as everybody is. So that's not a, you know, it's not a major concern for me having him call the defense as being the head coach at Oregon. I've seen it done many times. Okay. Good answer as all, but also I don't know the man. Uh, some people could say, yeah, okay, I'm still here, but uh, I'm on the bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take over a good program and I'm going to run the show. I mean, that's how much. Are you... Remember the Kiffin thing. Everyone's different. Remember Kiffin. Saban told him to get lost and beat it. Sure. They, they wouldn't let him coach the championship or be a coordinator for the championship game. He thought and he was too distracted, not paying attention and doing it. And honestly, I don't blame Saban for that. Sure. No, oh, I, yeah, yeah, right. I would say great job. Right. Get, get in the head coaching spot. Now leave. Take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, email here is FTM at vcin.com. This is from Tom. Hey, guys, if Bama blows out Cincinnati, is this the end of the little guy getting in the Final Four? Uh, no, because the playoffs going to expand, and it's not going to matter anyway. Yeah, and I would say every year is going to be but, different. Yes. Right? But no, just like you said, there's blowouts every year. Plus, plus, and, plus, plus Cincinnati's going to the Big 12. So Sure. Now, what will we ever get like another Central Florida or a Boise State? Oh, like really? Yeah, like like and and mm. but also, will we get another team that will have the opportunity to play? Now, I know Indiana eventually stunk, but will like the Power Five schedule Cincinnati like Indiana and Notre Dame both did? Yeah, they will. You don't think why? Yeah, they will. I because we, well, they don't give them. They don't like to give them a lot of chances. Yeah, but it's all they control it though. It's either on their oh no, of course they have, they have a game or it's on a neutral right. No, I disagree with that. But that that again, this is they're gonna they're gonna expand this in a couple of years, and it's just gonna it's gonna be they're gonna make sure that whatever whoever you want to use little guy group of five is is as a spot at the seat at the table. Yeah, because we'll be at eight or twelve. But before then, another even if they lose fifty six to ten. I would say every year is going to be different. Some people will right. certainly have that as like, you know, on the agenda and say, ah, you can't put him in because Cincinnati got blown out. But if a team right. has a case, they're going to have a case. Right. It's too bad they're not flipped. I would like to Georgia, Cincinnati, would, and then Bama, well, Michigan. You're, you're absolutely that. spot on. That would be that would be something. I would say today would be so much more intriguing. Yes. Because I do have Alabama. Might, look, I could easily lose that bet, and everybody could. And Cincinnati could shock the world, keep it close, whatever. But if you're telling me we had Cincinnati and Georgia and Michigan, Alabama today, today would be in all. It would be a nine and a half out of a ten I, on, I agree. on an overall sports right. day. It's hard. I mean, because you're going against one of the best of all time in Saban. You know how good he is in this spot. But then again, we all watched. We all sat there and watched them play Auburn. They should have lost the game, and it was pathetic and embarrassing. They had three points with a minute left. The kid runs out of bounds. Horrible play calling by Harson. Fired the OC after the game. Right, kept throwing the ball instead of running it up ten. And then they look like. Uh, the 07 Patriots against Georgia. So now it's like, oh, my God, they're the best in their favor. They're going to win it. There's a $50,000 bet at the South Point also, on them though, to win like, the title. It's like I've seen them struggle game after game after game this year. They were great against Old Miss and Miss State, but it goes back to uh, does Cincinnati get pressure on Young and what Alabama team shows up today? Sure. Like is Will Anderson going to be the best player on the right. field today? Could be. He certainly could be. And yeah. if that's going to be the case, I don't think Cincinnati's going to do much on offense at all. Right. Well, then then forget about it. Yeah. And if right, they turn right. it over, for, then it is going to be forty to ten. Well, that's the key. I mean, Ritter, and that was an unbelievable right. breakdown yesterday from Paul Stone, pointing out how since twenty fifteen Alabama has like what plus seventy eight in the turnover margin, um, and the last three years, Fickle, not Fickle, Ritter is the second 
highest turnover quarterback in the entire country behind uh, Sanders at Oklahoma State. If that happens today, it's curtains early. Ritter can make a lot of money today. Do you concur? Well, yeah, he could. When you have guys like McShay and Kuyper now saying he's going to be a first-round pick. Not only first-round, ahead of some of the guys. Ahead of Howell, some of these big names. Right. Can he lose a lot of money today? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. It comes down to the workouts and the underwear Olympics combine, all that yeah. stuff. Right? Okay, so we have more bowl games than just the playoffs going today. In fact, we have a couple more on the board this morning and a full day tomorrow. We will run down the latest point spread numbers and the latest news on those games coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. What do you want from your sports book? Great odds, fast and easy live betting. Sounds like you just don't want to bet. You want to live your bet life. And when you bet with PointsBet, you get great odds and great payouts all in a fast and reliable book. Download the app now and use code VEASAN2K. Get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Plus, as the official sports book partner of NBC Sports, PointsBet's giving you a free $10 live bet on the Sunday night games. Must be 21. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, we can go rapid fire here. Sprinkle in some NFL with college as well. Are you like Brad Powers and Paul Stone? Do you like Wazoo against um, Central Michigan today? Yes, I do. Yeah. It's just, come on. You're preparing for one opponent, and you got to hop on a bus and go for You ever been to El Paso? You know, I have. How was it? Well, I was like 14 years old. You go to Juarez, like humans, at lunatic? Uh, my, my brother was in the military. Oh, boy. And he said, yeah, you might want to stay away. I would t- yeah. Uh, what was that uh, What was that movie? So. so- Solario, whatever. Uh, oh, my God. Del Toro's a great S- actor. Wow. Sicario. 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 They, they made a second one, too. You, not bad. You are the Soldado, whatever it's called. This I think, isn't Soldado Soldier? Sicario Soldier. Stop talking, Paul. You're not going to get this one. No, right. okay. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's a great scene in the movie. But uh, they don't mess around. They'll kill cops. I mean, <laughs> they well, mean business, that cartel. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's tough. Uh, what would you say? 
El Paso. Okay. Yes, Washington right. State. Yes. Because right. now you're you're a, a different opponent. Now you get on a bus to El Paso four hours, and it's a different opponent with Washington State. Plus, it was Brad. They're hot. Yep. That should be nine straight covers in a row. That guy it did is. an unbelievable job once Rolovich was fired. Oh, no question. With the COVID. So if the guy comes in and didn't skip a beat, they were even better. Uh, yeah, eight and one. Final mark over the last nine games, ATS. And that's another example, by the way. New coach. During, during this season, like this Vancouver thing going on in the NHL, right. it happens all the time. Yep. Um, they lost, but it, was in, it was in, uh, wasn't in regulation. So, again, Vancouver's been awesome with uh, Boudreaux. Now, look at this wake number again. Up wow. to 16.5 or 17. Uh, one of their wide receivers, uh, Roberson's going to skip the game. Is that going to matter at all? I mean, this is just... But, again, double-digit point spreads. These teams have been lousy in bowl games. This one would, would shock me if it's competitive. Their season's over. Who? What are you doing? You're having the, the turkey sandwiches with the Miracle Whip. I mean, it's over. Mm-hmm. You're five and seven to begin with. Your offense is pathetic, and it, it's every time you played a good team, you got run out. And not to mention, it's a horrible matchup. Your season's over. Oh, we're going to play another game. You weren't even practicing. Yep. And now you're going against this quarterback and this offense, which yep. no one could stop. All right. Some of the games that we have coming up tomorrow. Iowa's final four games of the regular season actually did go over the total. They're catching three now against Kentucky, and the total is 44. I could see points in this game happening, although I hate Iowa's offense, wow. okay. and the numbers suggest that they're one of the worst in the entire country. Really? I, I, well, if there's turnovers, I think it's got, I think it has 20 to 6 written all over it. I, I like Kentucky. They, you know, big line move here, but that's, I can't believe Iowa was sent out the favorite. Uh, same here. And Kentucky, very balanced this year on offense. Yeah. Passing and throwing the football. Right. Although Iowa embarrassed themselves in the Big Ten title game on national television, so that's. Parents can uh, can use that as yep. motivation. Uh, Notre Dame riding a seven-game straight up and ATS winning streak into the bowl game. But uh, I did see a stat here on Notre Dame. Yeah, 0-9 straight up, 2-7 and ATS, their last nine New Year's Six bowl games for the Fighting Irish. So conflicting trends with this one as they're hot going into the game. But overall, New Year's Day, six sure. games, no good. Sure, that's it. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah, there's Georgia and there's Notre Dame. Can't win a big game. Uh, this is, but at least they beat Baker Mayfield, as I said earlier. Notre Dame in these big games and New York, horrible. I can't believe how bad it's been. But that, I, I'm with Brad. I kind of changed my mind on this game. You know, I bet Notre Dame, but now it's like, oh boy, guys are opting out, and it's uh, Freeman against Gundy and the experience. Although they were, they're fired up and excited that they got the job. Yeah, Notre Dame's going to be without two of their best yeah. players. We knew this all a long time ago with the running back and the safety opting out. Uh, as for Oklahoma State, again, uh, great season. Miserable a performance against Baylor in the Big 12 title game. Yep. But Gundy is rock solid in bowl games. 10 and 5 straight up in the 15 games that he's coached in. So he's going to have the troops fired up today. Yep. I think I have little doubt about that one. Well, you'd hope, right? I can throw some other numbers at you here, real quick. Uh, final four games of Baylor season stayed under the total. Kansas State 5 and 1 under in the last six games. The final seven games of Ole Miss' season stayed under the total. And they had high totals yep. for the most part the entire year. Yep. Penn State nine and three under during the entire twenty twenty one season. Baylor nine and three ATS final twelve games. Michigan eleven and two. You all know about mm-hmm. that one. And I mentioned this one a little bit earlier. Alabama three and eight ATS their last eleven New Year's six bowl games. But in this spot, the college football semifinal last five, they're winning on average by twenty points per game, killing teams in the in the playoff. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Panthers, 8-2 and two ATS in their last 10 as road dogs. Buccaneers, six straight unders against teams with a losing record. 
Atlanta, 6-1 and one underrun last seven. Bills, 6-1 and one underrun at home against a team under 500. Washington, four straight unders as a home dog. Chiefs have covered six in a row. Jacksonville, six straight unders on the road against a team with a winning record. Eight of their last ten have gone under. They failed to cover five in a row as a dog. Miami's played four straight unders on the road. They're 6-1 and one ATS in their last seven. Rams 6-1 and one to the over last seven against a team with a winning record. Denver's played five straight unders as a dog. Eight of the last ten Dallas games at home have gone over, and the Saints have played five unders in a row. Some NFL trends. That makes sense, too. I mean, I could, I could see New Orleans, Carolina being 16-13, something like that, because New Orleans right. got a top five. Football outsider says the number four defense. What do you make of the the total in that Chiefs Bengals game? Oh, it could be sitting could at be 50 nuts. and a half, 51. Right, could be nuts. That that really could get out of control. So so it's going to go one of two ways, right? It's going to play out like the Chiefs Chargers game from a couple of weeks ago, where both teams went went up and down the field, yeah. a lot of points. Or this Chiefs defense is so good. Look at what they've done know. to look at what they did to Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. They scored nine points. That's true. They, they couldn't do right. anything on offense. Maybe they have something for Burrow. I and, can see that. And I just think that people remember what they saw last. Now, I think Burrow is going to be a monster in the next 10 years, right? And he's going to completely flip what everybody thinks about this organization, especially with his weapons. He's coming off a 525-yard performance. Do you know how difficult it's going to be for him to follow that up against a defense that's now playing this well? And I was reading, I think it was Bill Barnwell, who gave out MVPs on every team, non-quarterback position. And oh, he, I like that. He pointed out how Honey Badger has had another yeah. outstanding season, but it's under the radar because the defense was so bad for the first, what, six, seven games of sure. the year. Yes. First touchdown in the early games. Chiefs plus 650. Tampa and the Bills 7 to 1. Patriots and Rams 8 to 1. Colts, Eagles, Bengals 10 well, to 1. I know this. Bills got there last week, and they're 7 to 1 this week against that Falcons defense. And you they, know how they operate against bad teams. I look at the Bears, 18 to 1. First touchdown scored. Other props I like to talk about made two point conversions in week 17, four and a half. Missed extra points in week 17, four and a half. What's the juice? On the miss extra points, yeah. over minus 120. Minus 120 now. Okay. And this is great. I, I was not aware of this until a listener sent this in last week. And of course, he lost because it happened in the Christmas game in Arizona. Will there be a safety in Week 17? Yes is minus 135. There's been six the whole year. Six safeties the whole year. One of them on Christmas. Will there be a safety in any game? Yes, minus 135. Look at the no. Really? Yeah. The no. So yeah. what? The no is Plus what? 150. Now I got to rattle on that. Yeah, there's only been six of them. Yeah. So I'll put that on I the board. I would have to go with that, too. I couldn't believe that there's only been six. Yeah. And that was just a, a fluke how that happened in the Arizona game. Well, usually they but, are kind of fluky for the most part, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. Bad snap, right. Yeah. Uh, what Do you have a best bet this week in the NFL? Was it Green Bay at six and a half? Well, I, I got to. It depends what. <laughs> talk to me Sunday. <laughs> what, what, what could happen, you know? Yep. But that's. Uh, so I, I bet. I, I, I think, yes, I, I think Green Bay laying six and a half would be. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get there with Tennessee. Wait till uh, till Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon. Pfft, the, the picks, forget about it. You're hoping now with these contests that you get a free a spot on a bingo card. Now you need the games to come to you. I mean, this is tough. 
especially they did us no favors in the contest with some of these numbers. I mean, this, well, you were hoping for Packers Green six Bay, and a half, right? Green Bay's not six and a half. The Saints aren't six and a half. They did give you 14 with the Bills. There was another game I liked with a bad number. Tennessee is three in the contest. Oh, there you go. I might have to look at Tennessee. But this is, uh, I, I like the Chargers. I might, you know what? If, if we get more bad news out of Denver, it might be the Chargers. They could just, they could steamroll the Broncos. Yep. So, I told myself I was going to stop betting early this week in the NFL, which I did. I grabbed one bet early. That was the Lions plus seven and a half. I just thought the number was ridiculous. And now I'm actually happy where I'm at this week because I added the Texans plus 12 and a half. Uh, that's still available at some spots. And the closer we get to Monday night, the more I like the, the Steelers. Plus three and a half yep. at some spots, minus 120. Yep. I think that's a good one. Yep. Uh, up next, VSIN contributor Adam Kramer. He's going to join the program. Now, this he was all over Georgia before the season started. As a nice ticket on the Bulldogs to win the title. How is he attacking their playoff game against Michigan and the other bowl games on the betting board? We will ask him coming up next. Bet River Sport. Bet River Sport. Bet River Sport. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where Anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.